since we uh, have a superstar yeah. guest. Don't like say too Burt much Reynolds. about it because we don't no. want Blaney stealing our ideas. No, hell no. <laughs> yeah, I'm only coming on here for notes <laughs> for my podcast. I'm, that's why I got my phone out. I'm going <laughs> to take notes under the table. Like, they do this well. Yeah. He's going to go back. He's like, all right, listen, guys, we got to get a beer tap in here. <laughs> <laughs> beer tap. We need to get one on the, on the ta- table. On the table. We got to one-up them somehow. Hey everybody, it's Dale Jr. for another episode of the Dale Jr. Download. We got a guest on today that I'm excited about, Ryan Blaney. We're going to bring him right in and start the show. Perfect. Ryan? I'm here. You ready? I am. <laughs> I'm ready. It's going to be a lot of fun. We got a lot of great things to talk about. Obviously, Atlanta. And we got Pristine Auction back as well this week. We got some pretty fun stuff to talk about that with Ryan Blaney. And uh, we got a new partner, Hopsy. Hopsy. We'll talk oh, about yeah. what Hopsy is here in a bit. Promo code Dale Jr. No space. Let's get started. Set cameras. Volume level. Shit. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. Mike Davis. Davis. Dale Jr. Jr. Download. All right, man. Where was the Ryan Blaney reference in the in the in that today? Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't think we were gonna have him at the top. We didn't know if we were gonna have him. <laughs> all right, all right. I was waiting Ryan, on my name. He didn't get a custom. He didn't get, he didn't get a oh, custom, really custom sound intro. design. We usually do a pretty. Oh, hold real. on, we'll do one. <sighs> Ryan Blaney. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Blaney. Perfect. I'm gonna use that on my podcast. I'm stealing, <laughs> stealing a lot of stuff today. I'm gonna take. Yeah. So as usual, with me is Mike Davis. What's um, up? co-host Matthew Dillner, Leah Vaughn in studio as well, and Ryan Blaney. Ryan's going to be on the whole, sh- whole show. We're going we're gonna to have him around. We'll see show. if he makes it. Yeah, should be a lot of fun. <laughs> he might fall out of the seat. I know. <laughs> it's <laughs> a grind. <laughs> so what's been going on, Blaney? Nothing. I mean, you had Nothing. you got to race Atlanta yesterday. Everybody watched the race. Great race. Yeah. Looked like you had a great shot to win. Yeah. Had some problems at the end. Yeah, so um... – that was the first race on the new package, you yeah. know, and everyone didn't really know what to expect. We got it, questions about it for a long time, and, and really my answer was, I, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to race. So we haven't – just wait. Wait till it races, and then you can you can judge it. But honestly, Atlanta is, you know, it's kind of its own beast. You know, you can't really – like, I wouldn't even compare Atlanta to Vegas. Like, is there's going to be a completely different race. But um, I thought the restarts were really exciting. Uh, you saw us four wide at some times, and – uh, there were some good passes for the lead and stuff, and um, yeah, we had a shot to win the thing. And you were leading. Yeah, we we got the lead, and um, which was astonishing for us at Atlanta. How we got the lead and we were running so good, but um, we come down on pit road and they wrecked on pit road in front of us, right in front of our pit stall, and there was some miscommunication. My crew chief thought was I was that? Uh, thought I was over the line, but I wasn't. Right. Was and that the was Ryan Priest? Yeah. Wreck. McLeod okay. and Priest, and uh, there was some miscommunication there, and it just kind of. You backed kinda, off the jack. Yeah, so there was Super a lot of style. there was a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> this car is spinning out. Uh, so I kind of saw that, and my crew chief was yelling in my ear, "Back up!" So I was just hearing "Back up." I didn't even realize the right side was jacked up, so I felt like an idiot. It's, but, it's chaos in that moment. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of things happening. You're trying to figure out what you're doing, holding the brake for the guys trying to change the tires. People yeah. are hauling in here. I Not watched sure. a lot of the race on TV. Then I had to go visit Mamaw. Took Isla over to see Mamaw, and so we listened to the race on MRN, and that's when you were taking the lead. It sounded awesome uh, yeah. coming across the radio. A lot of action in that final se- uh, segment. Fans just want to know, really, uh, did you have fun? Did you enjoy uh, yeah. racing in Atlanta yesterday? I did. Um, I thought the package was pretty good. Um, you could run all over the place. You know, like the last few years, the top of three and four at Atlanta hasn't really been that great, and you could actually go up there and, and make some moves. Yep especially on restarts, which was, which was nice. 
Um, and you could run from the bottom, middle, top of one and two. If it was all pretty even. So um, I thought it was all right. Behind cars wasn't as good as I expected. We, we struggled right behind cars. You know, like I said, I think Atlanta is kind of its own own thing. Right. I think we can get a little bit more of an idea of what it's going to be like this weekend at Vegas. Do you like the surface at Atlanta? Yeah, I hope they don't pave it right. for a while. Yeah. I mean, it, y'all are similar in that crowd way. crowd goes wild. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it was missed in all Saturday, and it, really the weepers weren't a problem. That's you know? good to know. I mean, at a track like that that has so much age on it, typically weepers do become a problem when you yeah. have so much rain. I mean, any racetrack is yeah. going to have weepers with that much rain. Yeah. The fact that it held up pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it poured Saturday night, and uh, there was just a little bit of weepers like on the front stretch, and they, they were like out of the groove. Easy so. To fix. Yeah, it was it was surprising to me actually how easy they dried up. Atlanta is one of my favorite racetracks. One of the things that uh, that I regret or wished I'd have been able to do was run on the original configuration before they put the dog leg in that. And that got me thinking about asking you a question about the three things that you wish you got to do in NASCAR. Yep. Is there is there anything in NASCAR maybe because you're such a history buff, you like the history. Yeah. Um, what what about racing in the past would you like to go back and try or something some some era of cars a racetrack that you didn't get to try both though were actually jumped in my mind I, I love to go back and and run like you know the 70s or 80s style cars you know I, I thought that was those cars are personally my favorite um just you know rewatching races and any particular car like uh, I was a big fan of the Laguna Olds 40, uh, 442. Yeah, I, I, you know, when David Pearson drove for the Wood Brothers, like that was my favorite car. And uh, we were able to replicate that car. Uh, in when he did the Triple Crown in 76, mm-hmm. we did that car for Darlington. Um, so, th- like, that era uh, of car I thought was, was really great. And um, that, and I wish I raced at Riverside. I really? Thought Riverside oh. was a cool racetrack. Yeah. You know, it's a shame. It's a, I think it's a mall now. Yeah, they tore it down. I went yeah. to uh, I went to the last race there, or the second to last race there. I'd when never, was the last race there? 86, 85, maybe 87. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously being West Coast, I didn't go to the West Coast that often with Dad on those trips. But um, I remember going to the, one of the last Riverside races, and on the way to uh, and from the track to the hotel, Dad drove me by where Ontario used to be. And talk okay. about uh, you know, this is where the you know sign in box was where you get your credential box and or get your credentials and this is where turn three and all that, so that was really cool that uh, that I got to see that both those places I think are uh, yeah parking uh, lots parking lots are developing yeah that's houses. unfortunate I always thought uh, Bristol asphalt always yeah a short yeah. track high banked asphalt you know we talk there's word you know there's there's rumors that we might go back to Nashville and yeah. I just um, I love that place too. Fairgrounds. Run a yeah, yeah run a uh, run a cup car there. It'd be pretty fun. Yeah, I ran a late model there, a super late model there, probably in 2010, and it was a blast. You were hauling the mail in a super late model around that place, and <laughs> rough and high banked. It's and, rough, and the surface is much like Atlanta. Like, yeah, slick and worn out. Yeah, each tire's up. It'd be a cool. I know. I think they're like, it's coming along well. I don't know a lot about process it, of of getting back to Nashville Fairgrounds. Yeah, yeah. Wait, do you know something that we don't know? I, mean, I don't know. I I feel like you guys know. I hear everything. a lot of good positive. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I try to talk to Marcus. Uh, yeah. Smith about it. Who who is uh, interested in taking NASCAR back to the fairgrounds? And he says the process is coming along well. That's good. So that city fun. that city has got so much well, promise. We're going back That's there the for the banquet. For the banquet. Yeah. Which That's makes perfect. perfect sense. Way right? better than Vegas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Vegas is great, but. Uh, it's a long ways to go, and it's really kind of 
it's I don't know it's it's our roots are in in the Mid Atlantic region region the Southeast. Nashville works for us. Getting yeah. you know getting people to perform and so forth and come out there and be a part of that will be a lot easier in Nashville. Yeah, so right. it should be good for everybody. Closer for crew get guys some, to get know, fans. To, you know, a lot of our yeah. fans, you know, in that in that region, we really love to be able time, to dude. go to the banquet. Yeah, so it should be cool. I don't, you know, and I think that will encourage us to be racing in that city after we get that banquet happening. So we talked about your love for the history. Why? Why do you love the history? I mean, you're. I don't know that we see a lot of guys tout that or talk much about that, even though they may. Uh, but you do. You share. You wear the shirts. You got the hats. Yeah, I, I just enjoy it, you know, and I think that just comes from watching my dad do it for a long time and, um, you know, kind of the same as you and uh, well, just you growing co- up around the sport. Do you just and, like collecting hats and shirts? and and I collect hats and shirts, you know, if I think they're cool, but trying to collect them from some of my favorite drivers, yeah. you know, I had growing up, whether it's sprint cars or, you know, NASCAR or whatever. So that that's I make that a priority to try to find drivers that I really liked growing up. But then if I see a neat racetrack shirt or something like that i, I like getting how, how it, much but. time do either of you dedicate to the searching of cool hats and shirts I, i'm there i'm kind of daily Let's, yeah every daily day. every day are, are you daily oh every, i'm not every, da- i'm not daily every other day i've got yeah. searches saved that i can just go look at any time and see what's kind of curated into that yeah. into that catalog of stuff and and yeah. it's hard it's rare that i see something i buy but the last thing i bought was a couple uh, a week ago i bought a bobby allison miller american Racing shirt with his Buick on there. Yeah. Nice. And uh, brand new from Sports. I think sports. I got one of those. Yeah. My, but it's too small. You should, yeah. you should probably have the one. Because ah, I can't wear A little trade action going yeah. on. <laughs> Do y'all ever sell? Or is it just no. buy? No, I don't sell. You kn- I just collect. That's yeah. it. I sold a couple of magazines when I was, I was trying to get the entire catalog of Circle Track and Stock Car Racing. Yeah. And uh, magazine. And so I got a couple doubles and I sold the doubles. Even if sometimes shirts come in, sometimes they're people just send me stuff now. Right, sometimes. right. It's, it's amazing. But kind of become your identity. Yeah, so yeah. people they want to offload stuff. They know where to go. So sometimes they'll send me shirts that are like child mediums, right? <laughs> that like I, <laughs> but I save them for yeah. You should you know for my nephew or my future girlfriend, someday, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Future uh, girlfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. Boy, even dude, like, even I have like something to love. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, yeah. there's nothing cooler than Amy putting on an old Bobby Allison or David Pearson t shirt. Yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, or even my dad's. We have several of my dad's old shirts from the, yeah. the 80s, and it's cool. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah. So, no, no, you, I said, enjoy you it. said your favorite drivers. Who are these guys? Who are your favorite drivers from the past? Uh, you know, I, I try to collect. Um, I was a big Rusty Wallace fan from the past. So really? I, yeah, I like Rusty. I didn't know that. Rusty's a yeah. It's been cool to get to know him a little bit over the years. Uh, I have some Harry Gant stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was a big Harry fan. Uh, anything <laughs> kind of Wood Brothers I can find, like a Neil Bonnet stuff, yeah. or um, I can't find. A, I'm I'm searching for a Kale Yarbrough Wood Brothers racing shirt or hat. Ooh, and yeah. There's not a lot wow, of them out there. I haven't oh, seen. He any. drove for them in in like '70. Yeah, you know, there's not a lot of stuff out there. But right before he went to IndyCar for mm-hmm. a couple years, which is really weird, right? I mean, he's in stock cars, then he goes to USAC for two years, and he yeah. comes back. He just likes driving on that stuff. I was. It's funny talking about. Uh, so at, at Rogers Hall of Fame induction a few weeks ago, I was talking talking to Bobby Allison, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he drove for Roger for a little bit, and he tested one of Rogers Indy cars. I believe it was at Michigan. And he was like, that is just ridiculously fast. So I think a lot of them guys kind of went and wanted and drove Indy cars for a little bit. Yeah. I think Donnie uh, Allison and Bobby yep. both. Yeah. Um, you would know Ma- Yeah, uh, they both ran at yeah. Indianapolis. So, yeah. Yeah, but he was, he wasn't a fan of that. Yeah. He was like, that's, a little too that's fast. crazy. Yeah. Bobby would drive anything, man. 
Yeah. But I actually, the sprint car stuff, I got a present on Christmas, like the best Christmas present I ever could have got was at uh, my dad's mother's house up in Ohio. And um, someone gave me this big chest, like a wooden chest he made with one of my dad's old sprint cars etched in the top of it. And you open it up, it was like treasure. And it was like 15 old sprint car shirts. There was some of my dad. uh, There was a couple Brad Doty shirts in there, um, a Kinzer shirt. Dang. And then Doug Wolfgang, he's like my favorite, one of my favorite sprint car drivers from back in the day. And it was that. And then uh, I think there was a Swindell shirt in there too, but it was a good variety. So that was a, that was one of the coolest finds I, I got. So it's old sprint car shirts. You come, your, your family's background, sprint car racing. How much sprint car racing did you do? I drove a sprint car about three times. Right. So that's, yeah. to me, that's interesting because you would think that you spent a lot of time as a kid growing up on dirt, running sprint cars, but you didn't. No, yeah, that's what a lot of people think. You right. know, a lot of people think I was a, a dirt background guy, but I'm like, I drove a 410 sprint car maybe, yeah, maybe two or three times. And, uh, you know, I've driven a big block modified so a couple what is times, your but asphalt late models. Yeah. Um, so, so how it was, you know, I, I was born in Ohio and, and my dad was still racing sprint cars when I was born, but, you know, late 90s, we moved down to North Carolina when he started driving, you know, getting into the, you know, Bush stuff and, and the cup stuff and started driving for Bill Davis. And, um, and around there when I was, when I was eight or nine, you know, old enough to drive, we were already in North Carolina and there's just no dirt sprint car yeah. stuff around here. Uh, so it was, all right, let's go quarter midget racing. Uh, Labonte just built a new track over in Salisbury. So that's where we grew up racing. Yep. Uh, and then we went to Bandoleros and legend cars and asphalt late models and with the past series, uh, for a long time. And, Ran CRA a little bit. If you guys remember CRA, and no. don't remember CRA, I I don't know much about pass. Like okay, so. uh, the pass series it's uh, it's still around. Uh, Dillner knows yeah. a lot about oh, yeah. pass and, and CRA. I remember and, when this guy was like knee high to the grasshopper. Yeah. I was like who's this little kid <laughs> with a crackly little voice? Yeah. So those are super late models, fiberglass mm-hmm. bodies. Yes. Yep. Left handers. Yep. Yeah, we'd run you know Hickory, Orange County, South Boston. Concord, Concord. Like you'd end up on your roof, you know. Yeah, I flipped over at Concord once. Wow, like really? the, the the lamest <laughs> rollover ever. It was like <laughs> it was some guy spun off a four and tons of smoke, and I was only creeping through there at like probably forty, creeping through there at forty. But we just like jumped wheels, and it was like the slowest rollover ever. <laughs> I was like, that wasn't. Did you have a lot of success fun. in the late models and? Yeah, we we did pretty well in late models. We won a, a championship in the past deal and uh, CRA won and. We did that for a long time. I really missed late model racing. I wish we would have kept one. Uh, we we sold all our stuff and bought a K and N car. We raced K and N East. Uh, we would only do like five or six races a year. Yeah, like at the big tracks like Iowa, Richmond, Dover, Bristol. We didn't go to the short track stuff. Family owned car. Yeah, yeah. It was just me and my dad, and you know, you know, Trent Owen. Yes. Uh, he he actually crew chiefed it. He was working. Really? At, he was working at Turner at the time. Yeah. And uh, he and dad know each other really well, and. Uh, he would sit on the box for the races and kind of help set it up and stuff like that. That's so, cool. Yeah, we had we had one car. Actually, we had two cars. We tried to run the second car one time and it was garbage. <laughs> so that just sat in the corner. Never use it again. Uh, so we had one good car. And um, we first time I ever remember seeing you race was at Richmond in Xfinity Series. Tommy Baldwin's Tommy car. Tommy Baldwin's car. How yeah. did that happen? Uh, yeah. So it was. I think that was 2012, and and uh, Dad was driving for Tommy at the time in the Cup mm-hmm. Series in that 36 car. They got an Xfinity car. It was an older RCR car. It, we had some money and sponsorship to kind of run yeah. it. We ran, I think we ran seven races in that car that year, and Richmond was the first one. 
And uh, I think we ran seventh in that yeah, race. Ran great. We ran that. That was probably the best car I've ever had at Richmond. Really? <laughs> and uh, if I could, if I wish I could redo it, but I totally understand where you're coming from. I mean, yeah. the best. I ran I mean, one of my first races was Bristol, and I drove for Ed Whitaker, and that was the best driving car I've ever drove at Richmond yeah. or Bristol, even better than the one that I won the race in. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of the moment where I was like, oh, uh, you know, I think a lot of people were turned, were like, took notice of you and you being you know your future being bright after that race at richmond that was the first time for a lot of people in this in the sport and industry uh being able to see what you could do right well remember this when <laughs> so we ran richmond and you know run seventh great it's awesome i think we talked to you a little bit and you were like we'll see how he does at darlington we were running darlington <laughs> the next week <laughs> i wreck on like lap one and a half yeah like just destroyed the damn thing off of two i was like well I, my career is over it's done and uh what is and that's really but, how you feel yeah yeah oh yeah i was like man we <laughs> went from the highest to high to and that's the way so. this sport is like i think a lot of people would don't a lot of people don't really realize how tough emotionally the sport is mm-hmm. um I, I uh i had the same experience in uh xfinity went to charlotte to run the wrangler car in 96 i think i'd ran one race at Myrtle Beach and had a great day, really fast, real happy, and then went to uh, and I wrecked in practice, and so I went home and I thought my life, my career is over. That's the end of it. Yeah, car and, dealership. Yep, my future. And Dad came in there and said, uh, "What are you doing? Why aren't you fixing your car?" And I was like, "I'm. Why would I fix it? My life, my career's over with. Fired guys don't fix their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, go get him, go fix it." Hmm. What, where do you remember talking to Dale after your Richmond race, though? Actually, his dad came up to me. Yeah, I remember yeah. dad, oh, you remember dad talking so to him. So me and his dad, I'd always talk to him at intros and stuff. I didn't talk to a lot of guys, but um, um, Blaney was always so approachable, so nice. And we kind of came up together in Xfinity Series, and um, I didn't know Ryan at all mm-hmm. at this time. But we just always uh, had a respect for each other and talked, you know, talk to each other so so is that where you you guys started i do most of my business on the intro stage no no 100 percent. i I remember that i mean not in the garage no that the intro stage is where i talked to reagan reagan smith about driving for us the intro stage is where i talked to alex bowman for the first time about working with us um (laughs) so yeah there's some good work you can do on the intro stage (laughs) stage. and in in that case you you, that's the only time really you get around the gave that boost of confidence to blaney here and said hey we'll see how you do at darlington and And then then he went and crashed after destroyed it yeah (laughs) yeah and so you thought you were done i thought i was done man i mean everyone does in that situation you know everyone's like oh this you know kid's just a freaking hack and stuff and yeah and i think we ran that car a handful of other times i had a couple more good runs in it and then i remember brad Kozlowski came up to me. We ran that Tommy car at Kentucky. I think we ran seventh at Kentucky, the old Kentucky. Brad talked to me right after the race. We walked back to the garage together. He was wanting to talk to me about driving his truck. Man. And that, uh, that was kind of the start of that deal. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So after the race and intros, that's like when deals <laughs> get done. That's the yeah. only time you can find an idle driver. Yeah, right. Really. Yeah, to be able to get, get conversation going. You've been a great representative for NASCAR right out of the gate. One of the guys that uh, is willing to go and do and and sort of pr- help promote the sport outside of the the small industry bubble. Um, you've been that way since over the last couple of years. Is that something you take a lot of pride in? Yeah, I just why why how did that develop? how did that develop? Yeah. yeah, like how at a young age? Yes. I wasn't like that. I don't I don't think a lot of guys are. Yeah, I was I was never like that to be honest with you. Um, you know, a handful of years ago, I was very 
I didn't want to do anything. I was very shy. I didn't like doing anything. And, um, you know, I, as you kind of get into the sport, I feel like you kind of open up a little bit and be a little bit more comfortable with, with fans and doing stuff. And, and honestly, you know, doing stuff away from the, the racetrack and <clears throat> other markets, things like that, it's healthy for everybody. You know, it helps the sport. It helps yourself. I don't mind doing it. You know, I mean, what else do I have going on? If I don't have any prior commitments, you know, to my job, obviously, you know, your job comes first, you know, I'm not going to miss anything for that, but, um, yeah, it's, I just, I just like doing it. It's, yeah. it's usually fun opportunities too. I mean, you can't expect to do the things you want to do all the time. You know, sometimes you have to bite the bullet and go do, you know, radio shows and wherever podcasts and pod, these <laughs> damn podcasts and stuff. But, um, no, I, I just, I enjoy doing it. I don't have a problem with it. Have you it. said and, no to anything? Yeah. There's a couple of things I've said no to, but um, they're kind of the way out there. I mean, like, I'm sorry. Do, have you said no to anything that you just did not want to do, not because of a schedule conflict or, or anything like that? Uh, yeah. They wanted, uh, I forget what the show was called, but they wanted me to go on like a blind dating show. <laughs> and I was like, you will never, oh. ever see me doing that. Yeah. Ever. That's, me, that's me and Dancing with so, the Stars. Yeah. 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 Don't never, do that. Never, if never, I ever never. see you on Dancing with the Stars, I might delete your number yeah. off my phone. <laughs> would you do Dancing with the Stars? No. You would never do it. Never, ever do Dancing with the Stars. There's not a paycheck you could make to make you want to do that. Give me a number. Uh, <laughs> if, if they paid you a million dollars. Ooh. What about, would you do no, it for a million? do it for a million dollars. Yeah. Just don't have those moves? But come back and ask him in a few years. Maybe, I mean, a million dollars means something to you differently come in your back, life. Come back and ask me. If, yeah. Right <laughs> now, I would not do it. No. Damn. I just don't want to. <laughs> could you? You know what? Michael like, Waltrip sort of messed that up for everybody. I mean, like if you yeah. had any ideas, like I can go on here and I'm not going to look like a fool. But then Michael, then you Waltrip. might do it. But then, then you got Michael wearing a bikini, and it's like, you know what? <laughs> I, I'm not going to do it. There's just no, there isn't money worth it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, poof. I just couldn't do the damn salsa and then be out of breath and wait for someone to judge my salsa or something. Yeah. What was the TV show I recently saw you on? It was uh, the, uh, the new the Magnum P.I. Magnum. That was perfect for you. And yeah. I didn't even know you were going to be on it. It, it came... The, the the show came on after a race or something. It was after something I was watching. It and was then, after the AFC championship championship game. game. And yes. so I I happened to see. I'm like Blaney just walked into this room <laughs> with Magnum PI. Yeah. And there was a who, who was the other? Uh, there was somebody else that was famous in in, in that scene. Uh, there was that Ken Jong, the guy from The Hangover. That's right. Yes. That's right. There's him. Uh, and there was a. Um, a football player was on there, ex Ohio State football player. Oh yeah, it was like Eddie George. Was yeah, right. yeah, is that who it was? Yeah, massive yeah. individual. He could still play today. And is he good. on that show regularly? Because that's what it felt like when I was watching it. No. Oh, okay. No, so I think they, that was all a one-off. Those three guys were doing one-off. I think so. All, yeah. All of y'all. Yeah. Interesting. But that was fun. They uh, they filmed that in Honolulu, Hawaii. Um, uh... And I was down there for vacation already. <laughs> oh, you were. Yeah. So I was I was in I was on another island and. They're just having. They were shooting on my travel day, so that's I just kind of like stopped yeah. by and then. How inconvenient! Yeah, yeah. So. You got to be glad Ooh, that's that right. your cameo. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean, well, I wasn't on the right that, island. Yeah, <laughs> quick. But, but that's it's like fifty miles quick, to the next quick, island. Quick it was, flight, it was a quick there. That goes hopper. back to your original question: is how Blaney does a lot of things yeah. that I mean, you would never on stop vacation. your vacation, Hell right? No, no you even if it was in. I was vacation I was traveling anyway. Yeah. I was traveling anyway. I had nothing. I was there for ten days. I didn't. I wanted to do something. Or you oh, can't, I can't do. I can't do nothing life. for ten days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just can't do it. Who were you, you out there with? It was myself, Daryl Wallace, his girlfriend, my ex roommate, his girlfriend, and then uh, the Hemricks. Daniel and Kenzie Hemrick came out there. Mm. Um, so it was a good time. There was a group of us. Um, Chase Elliott was not out there. 
and he was invited. <laughs> oh yeah, what was up with um, that? You, you, no, he was lying. Big, there's a no, there's no. a big conspiracy on whether you guys actually invite Chase no, Elliott. We invite him everywhere. He just likes to say we don't when he says no <laughs> to it. And he see, he doesn't realize when he says that stuff. He was invited to Hawaii and Disney, and he told turned both of them down. And the, when he says that stuff on live TV, like he doesn't understand the hate that comes down on us. <laughs> Because people don't know. People yeah. think that we're actually mad yeah. at him and not inviting him places when we did. Boy, this is uh, they, they, they've resorted to screen-grabbing text message conversations to prove that Chase actually turned them down or was invited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are, are you glad that your um, big TV movie kind of like big cameo, Hollywood cameo, was better than, oh, hell no, <laughs> Shark, teammate? Sharknado 8? Sharknado 24? Uh, I don't know. What is it. What are you referring to? You remember Shark- Keselowski, his teammate was in Sharknado. Oh, I gotcha. And he got okay. eight. Did he get eight? Yeah. Actually, yeah. Big I Shark thought, came down I, from the sky and ate him. I thought that that was pretty awesome for Brad. I thought it was funny. I, yeah. I would love to get eaten by a shark in Sharknado. I, I mean, it's, that's the whole premise of the movie is to, to be completely awful. Idiot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's this about the Guinness Book of World Records? You were doing something with yeah. selfies yesterday, and how'd that work out? Honestly, it wasn't my idea. Um, <laughs> no, you don't want it, so no you way. must have not. You must, must have not broke the record. No, we missed it by seven. What? what? Yeah. You were that oh, close. On, you were that close to the finish line. So it was a hundred. We needed one hundred sixty-nine to win, and so it's however many selfies you can take in three minutes. Right. So um, hundred. The record was one hundred sixty-eight. And I think we would have beat it. Like, we started off kind of sloppy. Like, so they had – I was here, and they had kind of two rows of people coming in. So, you'd, like, you like, just kind of just go back and yep. forth. And some people were kind of lollygagging and oh. wanted to take a picture themselves. I'm uh, like, oh, we got to be fast here. And the beginning was bad. And then they started actually, like, pulling people out and, like, throwing them in, and they started to get faster at it. But <laughs> just missed it by six, man. Damn. So you think it's, attainable, seven. it's obtainable? Yeah, I thought we were going to get – get it really easy. You know, I mean, you think of it, if you get one a second, you know, that's 180. Are you so willing to go for it again? Maybe next year at Atlanta. Yeah. But it wasn't my idea. I didn't think I was going to have fun doing it because I'm like, I don't want to take selfies, you know. Yeah. So, I don't want to be known for the record setter at taking selfies. Right. But it was of actually. all the records in the Guinness Book of yeah. World Records. <laughs> it was actually pretty fun. You get competitive at it. Just Man. like anything, but it was. I didn't hear they didn't. I didn't. You know, I heard it about it over and over about yeah. you doing it, but didn't hear how. It I didn't hear out. the results either. But that's why you didn't hear about it because right. we lost. Yeah, it seemed <laughs> yeah. like you would do tryouts for that. If you, you know, if people are going to lollygag and something like that, I mean, you're going for a record here. I don't care what it is. If you're going for a record, man, you need people. You want to know their forty yard dash time at least. If you're gonna, yeah. uh, if they're going to contribute to your yeah. to your record, yeah. The guy from Guinness Book was there too, and like, yeah, yeah. So well, I got a question on Twitter good. from. Uh, Follower on Dirty Mo Media, the crazy. They want to know what the craziest thing I got away with that Dad never found out about. And I'll let you go first, Ryan. <laughs> um, that Dad never found out about. There's a few <laughs> things that I don't think he knows, but um, you're willing to admit it's tough because my yeah. dad's not here to kick my ass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, he doesn't know about this. I'll talk about. I got a real bad speeding ticket when oh. I was 18. I had two in one year. I was 18. And uh, I haven't got one since, which is good. And that's because mom put the fear of mom in me. Right? Uh, How bad was it? It was bad. It was uh, it, it over was over a hundred. No, it was it was like ninety three in a forty five. That's bad. Mm. I know. <laughs> and uh, it was it was a whole like court thing. It was reckless driving, right? Even though there wasn't anyone, I wasn't weaving in and out. So the story behind this, <laughs> I wasn't just going ninety. I don't just do it. Right? I was running from the cops. So yeah. it was it was completely valid. Yeah, I just robbed a convenience store <laughs> yeah. and I was trying to get away. Um, so <laughs> we were, you've ever been to Caraway Speedway? Yeah. Race at Caraway uh, the day before. 
on Saturday, and we were leading the whole race, and we had a restart, and Ross Kenseth just absolutely sent me into turn one. Fall back to second. Matt's son. Ross. Matt's son. Yeah. Matt Kenseth's son. Ended up finishing second. Not to Ross. Ross finished third. Jeff Fultz won the race. So I was, like, replaying that in my mind. The next day I was dropping my sister off at gymnastics, and I was pissed off and angry, and I was just, just going. And I just passed the cop, oh, and I uh, saw him look at me. I was like, ugh. And I was, I was stopped by the time he turned around he and got over, to yeah. me. I was like, I know. Sorry. But, yeah, that's, that dad doesn't know about that. Hmm. He might find out. But, but, wow, impressive that you even had – you got to do court dates and everything, and he didn't find out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, mom, and mom knew. Oh, yeah, mom knew. Mom was I wonder if he knows. And he just had a conversation with mom, and mom said, I handled it. Everything's cool. Maybe. Yeah, stand down. He might know. I know he didn't – I for sure know that – he wasn't aware of this for like the first year. Maybe he found out eventually, but it's yeah. in the past. I mean, what are you going to do about now? Right. But now I, I don't speed at all. I haven't had a speeding ticket in seven years. Did the cop tell so. you that he gave your dad his first ticket? Because that's the <laughs> one I would always get. <laughs> I got four tickets before I was 18, and each yeah. different cop told me, I gave your dad his first ticket. <laughs> but uh, I got four tickets before I was 18. I haven't had one since. My uh, To answer uh, this follower's question, the craziest thing I got away with was probably mailbox baseball. Oh my god! Oh man! No! Yeah, that's 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 bad. Wow! And he would have destroyed me. Yeah, if and he, he knew, and he'd have been right. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, the one thing that turned me away from doing that was we. I had this S10 with the sliding glass back door. Yeah. And we hit one of those plastic barn-looking mailboxes, and part of it came in there and gave me a welt on the neck. <laughs> And then once, and we missed yeah. the box one time and knocked a big dent in the bed of the truck. <laughs> so I was like, all right, enough of that. Is this the uh is this you and the Parkers? Is this the Parker uh mailbox? I, can't, I don't want to implicate anybody. Well, it's been implicated, I believe. Well, it's already oh, passed no, the statute of limitations. It hasn't been well, implicated. I think it's you and the Parker Hank Parker. Yeah, give up your accomplices we were, here. Uh, Cops are coming. This is. We would um the other thing too, I think, that I can't believe we tried was we would sn- I lived on one end of his property. Dad's uh, had like 300 acres. I lived on one side, and we would, on Halloween only, we would kind of hike to the other side of the property. On the back side, there's this road with all these trees, and it was um, perfect for hiding in those trees and tossing eggs at cars. (laughs) And so, but the real thrill was trying to get across the property without Dad figuring it out. Right. You know? (laughs) Because <laughs> that's I mean, like knowing everything I know about your dad. That could get you shot. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, but trespassing on his property, yeah. I mean, that'll get you killed. He would probably <laughs> chase you down on foot and tackle you. Oh. Right. Because didn't he show up at a banquet with that. a cast, yeah. his arm in a cast because yeah, he beat got, up somebody? Yeah. I got sh- Yeah. Really? You know I that got, story? I did not know this story. So um, a guy was working on a tractor during the day on dad's property fixing a big tractor and he saw some deer went to a bar later that afternoon happy hour drinking with a buddy of his telling his buddy about the deer more they drank the braver they got they decided they were going to come back to dad's property at dark around dark jump the fence and shoot one of the deer right dad and his farm manager guy are walking the power line and they're in the tree line walking this power line just happened to be there at that day yeah and they heard the gunshot and they saw the deer run down the power line and fall down and so they hid in the tree line and waited for those guys to come up to the deer and when they got to the deer dad just ran after the one with the gun <laughs> yeah and he tackled the guy and 
broke his hand on his face. <laughs> oh, jeez. And That's awesome. He didn't. He's only reason why he stopped punching the guy was because he the guy he recognized the guy's voice once the guy's in in his face. I guess once he yeah. s- started saying, "Hey, man, stop." Wow. Uh, so dad held yeah dad held him there until the cops got there, but um, <laughs> he ended up getting his cat a cast on his arm and he went to the banquet with that cast uh, and his <laughs> tux, his black and white cast. <laughs> And he told I, I, everybody I, I a lie. Heard that story. He told everybody a lie about how it happened and why, you know, because. What did he tell everybody? Well, he didn't, I don't, he didn't tell everybody, you know, I got, he didn't want people to know about his deer. Right. He didn't want more right. people showing up trying to sneak into his property because he had some really big bucks on that property. And he would, ha- he was, he wasn't hunting it. He was just wanting them to be there because mm. he liked watching them. And so he told a different story. <laughs> but, um,. <laughs> All right. It, he's pretty wow. badass, though. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty badass. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to get more badass than that. No. Well, uh, you're going to stick around. So uh, let's get to uh, one of our partners, Pristine. This will be fun trying to trying to share with uh, Blaney about what Pristine Auction is. You know what Pristine Auction is? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. You're about to know for sure. That yeah. You're, 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 <laughs> you're, about, you're about to know that, yeah, you definitely heard of it. I think, I've, to, I think I've done some stuff. You have done yes. some Have stuff. you? Yes. 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 All right. All right. Well, that's awesome. So we're both uh, we're both very uh, fond of Pristine Auction. It's aux- it's oh, yeah. online sports auction website where you can bid and win on authentic sports memorabilia. I said it. You did it from the comfort of your home, <laughs> wherever you're at. You can bid. Obviously, if you have internet, uh, they have daily auctions that start at one dollars. There's no waiting around for days, and these are daily auctions. That means that they happen each day, and they're done. <laughs> that's what daily means? That's right. <laughs> Uh, there's always an auction ending. Hurry, hurry, get to it. Right, Mike? That's right. Yeah. And especially if you if you want to do the 10-minute auction, they have different formats. And one of the fun ones is obviously the 10-minute auction because it happens real fast. They pop up, 10 minutes, got to be quick. A lot of times in those 10-minute auctions, you can snag some stuff real cheap. That's right. Uh, you get you, you get it for people, figure it out. They, they guarantee the authenticity. I said it. He did it there again. Authenticity. Of all their items and everything you purchase comes fully authenticated. It, boom, man. <laughs> Couldn't go three for three, though, could Mike, we? Authenticated. Mike, give uh, Blaney your sheet. Let's see if he could do authenticity yeah. and authenticated. Right. Come on. Let, let's see what you got, Blaney. Where are we, where are we reading? <laughs> well, look uh, for guarantee the, the authenticity. I like how you Fourth, have, uh, fourth, you fourth have paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> fourth paragraph. Blaney, Blaney's looking at the, uh, the read they sheet got here. It where spelled they, out. How did you say it? Oh. Uh, they got it. They got it. Junior. Authenticity. Junior cated of how you spell it. <laughs> <laughs> see, see what you got, Blaney. See what you got. All fen to city. <laughs> Which one? Fourth paragraph. Fourth Just paragraph. Authenticity. Yeah. They guarantee authenticity of their items, and everything you purchase come fully authenticated. Damn. By only the trusted sources. He's the so most good trusted sources. He's so good. Some deals are insane. Don't miss out. <laughs> Here's one. There's a pretty slick, it says, 11 by 14 of my win at the Roval. Little card. That's photos, right. uh, I think I signed them. You did sign yeah. it. Yeah. Go yeah. check There's out There's a little Pristine picture of it there for you. Let me look at that thing. Yeah. 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 Usually when that. Dale reads this, you're bidding on sports memorabilia. <laughs> so, uh, so, so that's what. Billion. Memorabilia and yeah. authenticity. Your, your picture right now, it's not an 8x10, Dale. I made sure it's I picked yeah, that up. 11x14. 14 14 way you. cooler than the 8x10. Way cooler. And it's only $8.50 right now, man. So, Blaney, you might want to get on there and bid on your own. Wait, Blaney's, Blaney's deal is only $8.50? Only $8.50 for a Blaney. Just, Boom. Come on, Blaney. He won the race, we, people. It's easy. Do we know where we'll Daryl Cartrip ended up <laughs> last week? I don't That's know. Right. Daryl I was going to bid on it and like put it up in the studio somewhere just yeah. to... <laughs> 
<laughs> I actually saw something that is uh, that, that had me at hello. I mean, it was like what was a, it? um, it's a tombstone. Oh. Uh, what is those? What are those guns called? A uh, uh, howitzer. Right, howitzer. Yeah, howitzer. Yeah, <laughs> I love it's, howitzer. it's signed by a, a Val Kilmer who played Doc Holliday. Dang, Heck yeah, yes. dude, that's cool. Nice. Yes, ha- what it's uh, on there right now. It still is. What it? We need to get that. That's thing. pretty yeah. cool. Okay, put it in here. We need. Yeah, tombstone. Dude. Yeah, let's win something from Pristine and put it in here. Well, all right, that's Pristine Auction. P R I S T I N E Auction dot com. All the items are real signed by the real people. <laughs> Real signed. <laughs> really signed by the real people. You remember signing those, Brian? No. You don't? There's pictures you know, of it. say yes. Yeah. This did it last week. No, I thought it was a machine that signed them. I didn't remember. <laughs> There's a stamp they got Harry on Gann that thing. I heard yeah. about that. Harry yeah. had a stamp under the table. Yeah. This is pristine auction. This is pristine auction. No, I do, I do remember signing all that stuff. I signed <laughs> it in Phoenix at the hotel in Phoenix. They had these lovely conference rooms, and I signed all the stuff there in there. Go. All so. right. So it's, it's the real deal. Some pretty cool stuff on there, and apparently, Mike, yeah. there's not just racing stuff. No, the, howitzers on there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. When you register, though, for Pristine Auction, be sure to click or select Dale Jr. Download Podcast from the drop-down menu. That's how they know that we sent you there, and they'll continue to support this podcast that you like. PristineAuction.com. <laughs> All right, so we have a uh, poll on Dirty Mo Media's Twitter handle, uh, Ryan. Yeah. We put this out Friday. Which millennial NASCAR driver are you hanging out with? On a Friday night. On a Friday night. I'm a millennial? Well, yeah. 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 I know a lot By of definition, don't... I feel like it. Okay. By definition, what is technically a millennial? It's from 19, I want to say 1984. What? Let me pull it up. That, that feels too old. That's yeah, that feels crazy. Too old. Yeah. 1981 There's... to 1996. No. Yes. No way. Yes. Man. Bert, come that, on. It's so, got to be like 91. So I'm on the back end of being a millennial. I'm an old millennial, apparently. Right. So what are the what are the kids born after 96? Uh, are they Gen Z, I think? Yeah. That just sounds like a disease. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great video game. Yeah. Gen, Gen Z. Z. Man. Uh, huh. So it's Friday night. Which millennial NASCAR driver are you hanging out with? And the poll options were Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman, and Bubba Wallace. And Junior. right now, Blaney is leading with 49% of the votes. No way. Yeah, yeah. Chase yeah. Elliott's at 27%. Whoa. He wasn't invited to the poll if you ask Chase. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> Bubba Wallace is at 17%. Alex at 7 Wow. Poor Alex, man. We had a lot of people that uh, said you'd either choose Ryan or Bubba because they're a package deal. So, oh, huh. yeah, yeah, you might get both. Yeah, you might get all two three. for one. You might get all three. Yeah, yeah if Chase is invited. Uh, <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, that's good that people want to hang out with me. I don't know why, but that's good. I'm beating Chase in a poll. That's like the first time ever, ever. <laughs> on an internet poll that I've ever beaten Chase Elliott. So. I want, did, did people know that Blaney was coming on the pod? They didn't know at no, the time. No, they Not didn't. The this is a legit poll. They didn't yeah. know you were coming wow. on the show. When yeah. They weren't kissing out. your butt on this. That's one. good. Right. That's yeah. good. I feel a lot better about it now. Now, now, are you a fun guy to party with though? I don't know. You have to ask other people. I'm not going to say I think of okay, myself. Okay. Out of the other guy. guys, who's the most fun guy to, to drink some beers with? Dale. Do you know? Do you? Oh, uh, this I is this is me. another question. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Dale. That's very nice. Dale. That's very kind of you. Yeah. <laughs> Dale's in this poll. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. You Adam, can't really judge yourself. You can't really rate yourself no. on. Yeah. Did you vote, Dale? No. Who would you, who would you vote, vote for? Like, who would you want to have a beer with in that? And don't be biased just because I'm here. Yeah, okay. I know. I know. I'll be honest. Um. I've drank I've drank beers with Ryan. A he lot. lives yeah. <laughs> he lives just down the road from me, can do that pretty much anytime I want. 
It'd be cool to drink a beer with Chase at the pool hall. Yeah. It, oh, in Dawsonville. In yeah. I've never been to the pool hall. Even though you've been to Dawsonville. I've been to Dawsonville a lot. And he's not... You've never been to the... He's not taking me to the pool like, hall. That would be the what first thing I'd love to do. Chase probably I'm, doesn't go to the pool hall. I don't hall. think Chase I don't goes to the pool hall. I don't think he does. <laughs> but damn, what else is there going on in Dawsonville? <laughs> Nothing. That, <laughs> I would, Nothing. that would be the Nothing. first... Nothing against Dawsonville. That would be the first no. thing I'd want to do. Yeah, yeah like little little downtown of Dawsonville, where the pool hall is, and all that stuff. Like that's awesome. There's right. a really cool place, and I've never been there. I'm gonna tell him he hasn't invited me to the pool hall. And Alex lives relatively close. He's sort of in that sort of same area as I think me. He and lives you. in between me, me and, and you. you. Right. Yeah. So I could drink beer with him anytime. Mm-hmm. But have you? you Bubba's have. always gonna be playing video games. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And eating dominoes. Who's not on this list? I'm trying to think. Who's not on this list that should have been on this list that would be fun to drink beer with? Maybe kind of the underrated, <laughs> the unspoken I think, person. Um, didn't uh, Noah Gragson? Somebody said Noah should be on there, but I'm well, like, no, he's not, not of age. Yeah, he's not of age. Not old enough. Yes, you know? so that's a terrible idea. Terrible. William William Byron. William Byron just fun. turned 21. Oh, stop! Yeah. Stop for real. He just turned 21. He would be. F- he turned 21 at our banquet in Vegas. Oh. Yeah. That was like the perfect <laughs> day to turn 21. Yeah. Trouble. And he's fun. He's a he's a good kid. I like I like William. He's a good kid, but I couldn't picture him drinking anything drinker. but like a, you know, like a bloody, Capri, you know, Capri Sun. Yeah, can, Capri a Bartles and James loose. wine cooler, you know, <laughs> like something like a Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even. I guess now we've learned that he's probably doesn't even constitute as a millennial. He's a Gen Z. He's a Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, we got to put him in the Gen Z poll. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we got a, a segment called Millennial Words. Leah's going to lead off. All right, let's hear it. All right, so millennials basically have their own language, and we're just trying to keep up. So I thought it'd be a good idea to see if Blaney <laughs> knows these and if Dale doesn't. The first one is something that, sorry, I apologize in advance, Dale, you are guilty of. Oh. The term Uh-oh. is called fubbing. Do you know what that means? Fubbing? Fubbing. I haven't heard I can fubbing. think of a bunch of things Dale does that would probably be fubbing. But I don't know what fubbing means. <laughs> I have no I've never heard that word. No, fubbing. I haven't either. N- uh, not paying Can attention to guess? something. Ding, ding, ding. Not paying attention to How something is right? Of that? So, no, fubbing is snubbing someone to pay attention to your phone instead. Oh, he's a oh, oh, oh. He's a, fu- he's he's a, a total fubber. fubber. From way back. He's a fubber. Oh, fubber. Oh, man, she's oh, learned okay. that about me in just a very short period of time. <laughs> Bill is a fubber. I wish I had a pro fubber. I wish I had a spelling of this. I didn't P- know it was a PH. Yes, PH. I thought it was an F. Oh, yeah, like that would have gave it away. It was PH. I would have known. Well, like, it obviously oh, has something yeah. to do with phones. <laughs> it's yeah, pH. That's the only word that begins yeah. with pH. Phone. Pretty much. Yeah. That's funny. All right. So, what else you got? Um, do you guys uh, know what stan means? Say stan. it again. Stan. As in stan? S T A N. Stan. The, do you know uh, what that stan. is? The Eminem song? Yeah. That's the one thing yeah. that comes to my mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Stan. I was thinking about like Stan, like a guy's name. Right. I'm curious like to know Staniel. if you guys have any of these. Uh, Stan is a combination of a stalker and a fan. Oh. I feel like, yeah. I think everybody I, has that. Yeah. Everyone has I one of those. I would assume that a stalker probably is a fan. So but not every fan is a stalker. No. Okay. Yeah. But, but every stalker is a fan. Is fan. Yeah. Mm. So, see. let's see. Mike, uh, what is that like? <laughs> don't, don't know. Don't, don't know. <laughs> Mike, tell us about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a lot of stands. I get you back for last week. <laughs> a lot of stands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, what, what if it's like I, a stalker I, name? A stand named Stan. A stalker, Is that like a, a stalker fan named Stan? That's a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> a stand named Stan. That's just like the Eminem song, man. I'm telling you. So, uh, for the record, nobody knew what that word I don't was. Know that Eminem or fubbing. We're right. all. We, we've all. We're all okay. failed out of millennials. It. All right. Yeah. What we're else? Failing. Um. 
Oh, you got another. Yeah, I got one more. Um, I bet yeah. you've probably used this on Chase. Pulled out the receipts when he's when he says that you guys didn't invite me, and you're like, yeah, I did. Here's my proof. Pull out the receipts. No, no, the not the. Re- I'd say like evidence. Or yeah, just, that's what they call it. The receipts, the receipts, like, the receipts. like phone, like text messages. Yeah, they okay. picked a they picked a longer word to replace a shorter word. Text. That, that, yeah. That's the most millennial thing ever, right? So <laughs> Making things Make more difficult. Making it more difficult. complicated. Right. Yeah. So receipts aren't from just a store. No. They're like, it could be on you know on social media Here, or on your phone. Here's the proof. I think they here's mean the like red receipts, right? Like on your phone or something like that. I don't know. I just text. Oh, I see. Yeah. The, yeah. the red uh, receipts. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's what that means. I don't have those We've talked off. about red receipts before. Have we? On the show last year. Yeah. Oh. You got to have them on. Yeah. No. I turn them on. Yeah, I know. Me and you have them on. Yeah. Do you we have were, yours on, we, we, Mike? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't like that. It's courtesy. It is courtesy. Yeah. Um, but if I didn't, I, maybe I do, because I wouldn't be able to see that you've read it if I didn't have mine on. You can see that I've yeah. read mine. No, that's what I'm saying. So I must have mine on, right? We're having such a millennial conversation <laughs> right now. I feel so much younger. You don't have yours on. He does. What is oh, Mike? I don't. Yeah. What is okay. Mike? He's no millennial. Wow. That was, I mean, you went way out there for that one, didn't thank you? Thank you, Captain. <laughs> right. what, what is he? Generation X, I'm assuming. Oh, he's an Xer. Yeah. Okay. Oh, like the well, uh, Dale and I would be I'm in the same then, generation, yeah. right? X or two, right? Yeah. yeah. WWE. WWE <laughs> days. <laughs> Our numbers are right. growing in here. Generation man. WWE. <laughs> <laughs> generation Undertaker. <laughs> All right. That's cool. <laughs> All right, that was fun. Maybe we do that. Uh, if you ever come up on some new millennial words, please throw them at us because we want to uh, take a stab at it. Gotcha. I want to feel old. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What else we got? We got the uh, hopsy. I'm oh, should we get to that? Because it's just so awesome. I'm just looking forward to it, too. I'll well, be honest. Why with don't you, you get, want to get to it? I just want to get to it because uh, let's just be honest. Maybe we'll be able to drink at work. That's what I'm saying. Let's yeah, do that. Let's do it. We did last week. Let's do it. We drank at work? Yeah. Our beer toast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Beer toaster. <laughs> we are I love when Junior Marshall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wins. Congratulations on uh, Michael and Nett's win. That was cool, man. That's right. That was awesome. Well, hold, oh, before we get to that, let's sit. There's you got a few more questions you wanted to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's give a couple more questions. So we had a uh, Xfinity race this weekend. Gotta say on the show how awesome it was to see Jeffrey Earnhardt running well. Jeffrey ran great at Daytona, led some laps. It is a restricted plate track. A lot of a lot of race car there and driver, but but more race car. At Atlanta though, that's a driver's racetrack, Ryan, would yeah. you say? And, oh, and, sure. And yeah. if he's going to go out there and show that he belongs, that would be the track to do it. A track like that. Yeah, no, I thought he did great. I watched him the whole weekend pretty much, and um, he got a restart on the front row. The last one, and restarting that top is so tough, you yeah. know that. And He was supposed to be third, I think, and I was really happy. I was like, oh, he's third. He's going to get second here, and uh, just top struggled getting going. But, no, I thought he did a great job. He doesn't have a full season, but if he keeps running like this, somehow, some way, they're going to say, hey, man, what we got a real opportunity to make the playoffs here. Is that something that creates more opportunities for, for Jeffrey? I hope so. Yeah. Um, but man, I, 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 that was, I didn't even know what Jeffrey was capable of. He drove Xfinity, he drove in the Canyon series for DEI and, uh, had some great runs, uh, drove a race for us at junior motorsports Couple. in Richmond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. He ran in the top 10 all night there, finished, uh, seventh or eighth. Yep. So was real happy with that. But other than that, I really didn't, he hadn't been able to showcase, I guess what he's had, what kind of talent he's got, but he's doing it. And yeah, so, and I, good. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season, seeing how he's doing. A lot of people were up in arms about him driving a Toyota, but he's created that relationship with Toyota. He's he's developed that relationship with them, and that's why he drives yeah. for that manufacturer. Pretty proud of Jeffrey. Can't wait to watch him continue to compete. Also, 
Dillner was talking about this new Dirt Track movie coming out. It's basically going straight to digital download. John Travolta. <laughs> you think? Yeah. That's your prediction. No, it's not a prediction. It's true. It's true. I've read it oh, you have. on the internet, so it's true. Oh. Uh, John Travolta and uh, Shania, Shania Twain. Twain. Yes. It's a Dirt Track movie. Uh, what's it called? Ah, dang it. Damn it, you're so excited about it, Matthew. Well, shoot, I didn't know we were going to talk about it in the show. Yeah, they're uh, racing uh, dirt late models. Right. I got it right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been panned trading as a very paint. bad... Trading paint? Trading paint. Trading paint. It's, yes. it's, I haven't seen it, so I won't I won't say what I think about it till I do. But, but you kind of already did. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people have panned it to be bad. So what are some of the worst racing movies? Oh, that, that's easy. That that one with uh, Sylvester Stallone. Oh, that uh, F1 movie. Yeah. Driven. Driven. Yes. Oh, that's terrible. Driven was terrible. bad. He's picking up the quarters yep. <laughs> with his tires, <laughs> with his right rear. That's yeah. That's got to be it. Driven yeah. was bad anymore. Driven was bad. There was a movie that had um, uh, one of the uh, Quades in it. It was a, he was running street stock. I'm trying to look it up right yeah. now. But Dennis it was, Quaid. Yeah, it was, I think it was Dan- Dennis. Or Randy. It was Dennis or Randy. Yeah, hmm. one of them. It can't well, be Randy. But it was got to be Dennis. <laughs> It was just awful. It was like one second he's running the street stock, and then he's yeah. you know making out with some girl in the street stock, and okay. it's just the worst thing Is I've it ever it seen. At any, any price? At any price. At any price. I've buddy never mine, even heard of that. Well, I haven't buddy either. of mine that's a modified racer, we've like taken this movie now, and he passed it to me, and then we keep on passing it to people. Because it's to so see, bad? It's so bad to see if you can make it through the whole movie watching this oh, thing. Oh, look. It is that up. bad. I'm going to have to buy that at any price. What is your... What do you think is the best the racing best. movie they've come out with? Last American Hero is my favorite, and it was made in 71 about Junior Johnson. And uh, we got a picture of the cast on the wall over there next to the uh, pinball machine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeff Bridges and uh, was the lead actor, I believe, for Junior Jackson. But it to me, there's some footage in there, and my grandfather, Ralph, is in that footage racing at Metrolina. So they mm. mounted some cameras in some cars, and they're out there on dirt track, and so you can see the number eight car of my grandfather Ralph on the track. And that, to me, is just crazy because there's not any other uh, video footage of Ralph driving and racing yeah. other than a race he won at Charlotte Motor Speedway. But So that's just really cool for me. And plus, I thought the, the storyline was raw and authentic and true. Um so that was my favorite, and I, mm-hmm. I'm a huge Jeff Bridges fan. So it, most of everything he does is awesome. Yeah. What about you? What, what's your favorite? I like that. Um, remember that Rush movie that oh, came out? Yeah. Rush was great with James Hunt. Yes. And um, um, that uh, scene where he's putting the helmet yeah. on in the hospital. Yeah. Is just epic. They did a good job of that movie, and I thought that was cool. I'm, I like James Hunt. Yeah. I thought he was a pretty unique character. Over in the F1 world, mm-hmm. would Senna uh, qualify? That's not a motion picture; it's more of a documentary. It's a documentary, but, but, but I think I think that would be top of the list just because it's true. I think you count the docs in there. Yeah, docs yeah. in there. Okay, then I think then, then I think Senna's up there. Then. Senna's up there. Yeah. Okay, for sure. Senna is good. Dale, the documentary Dale. If yeah. you have, if you want to know the whole thing about Dale Earnhardt, the documentary Dale is the only thing you need to watch. Um, How about uh, that unrivaled, unrivaled episode? Was, was pretty good. I didn't know. I didn't know a lot of that stuff. It was unpopular cool. or unpopular to some, I think I would say that Stroker Ace and Six Pack were great racing movies. Oh yeah, yeah. I would, there are people though that don't think they're great racing movies. It might be my favorite, but I don't think it's qualifies as an incredible motion picture. <laughs> <laughs> that no, it does not. <laughs> but but you know, um, it, it was basically. I don't know if this is a good comparison, but it. it of its time, it was sort of like Talladega Nights is everybody's favorite. Yeah. And now, like, 
that that was so it was funny. It was Kenny Rogers yeah. running up the stands at Atlanta. I mean, that's <laughs> badass. I got a question. If you want to go back to the worst racing movies, would you put Three, starring oh, Barry Pepper. Three would be in the worst racing movies, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I met Barry Pepper, mm-hmm. super nice guy. Good actor. Extremely dedicated oh. to making that as good as it could be. But I think that the budget yeah. uh, killed him, and writing. the writing was horrific. The screenplay was yeah, just, yeah. it was horrific. And uh, it, it was incorrect. There's just so many inconsistencies in there. People would come up and go, man, that was crazy. That happened to you. And I'm like, well, it didn't happen to me. And I don't know why it was in the movie <laughs> or it didn't happen to Dad. But um, yeah. You mean they didn't meet Neil? By, he didn't meet Neil Bonnet by running through the woods and uh, getting chased by, by people out of a racetrack? Yeah. That's not how Hanging he Hanging out at the Herlocker Burger? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. We're talking about race movies. Ryan Blaney, you're a big Star Wars fan. George Lucas, I imagine yeah. you think he's pretty awesome. For making that stuff, yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, I, that's, I watched um, Talladega Nights for the first time with George Lucas at what? Skywalker Ranch. What? No way. Yeah. What? How? What is the story behind <laughs> I this? I knew that was going to blow his mind. What? Yeah. It blows mine. I'd blow love what? to go there. Yeah. It's in Sonoma Valley. Yeah, the ranch. Yeah. So they, uh, we were at... Uh, the racetrack racing that weekend and somebody said hey you want to see it early it wasn't out yet and we're like yeah and they were like well you're going to go to Skywalker Ranch and watch it and we're like even better so we go to Skywalker Ranch and we're sitting in this theater um, and here comes George Lucas sat down behind us sat down the row right behind me right over my shoulder and we watched the movie and I loved the first half of the movie like I thought as I'm sitting there watching it and he's laughing of course, I'm paying attention to see if he thinks it's good. But I thought the first half was really good because yeah. it was supposed to be silly, funny, and it was. And then the second half sucked. Mm. <laughs> I was so disappointed with the second half of the movie, them running across the finish line and all that yeah. silly crap. There are some funny parts in that there movie. Are. I mean, people ask me all the time. They're like, does that make, movie make you mad? I'm like, no, it's funny. No, like, I, It doesn't make me mad either. No. Why would it make me mad? I thought it was uh, – of course, I got the chance to be in it a, a small piece. But, yeah. Um, I thought anytime they do a racing movie, even the bad ones, I'm happy about it because it's just the fact that they even want to make a movie about racing for me is a good thing. Except mm-hmm. for Driven. <laughs> well, let's just be honest. Well, I don't it's really the only care. One I can really think I don't of care that really it. sucked for yeah. for the sport. It was just awful. Well, yeah. that was a that, that was, was an F1 Oakland movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, IndyCar. Indi- or, was it IndyCar? Yeah, IndyCar. The racing. I'll let, the, uh, IndyCar, I'll let yeah. the open wheel guys be <laughs> mad about that one. I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got a we got a new partner for the for the show today, and I'm pretty excited about this one. It just so happens that um, me and Ryan uh, would like to drink beer. <laughs> I wonder. And so if this is this perfect. Has, yeah, it's perfect. And wow, the stars Ryan said before he was coming over that we were going to have some drinks, but he didn't know we recorded at nine o'clock in the morning, so we didn't. Uh, he didn't bring beer. Thought against it, but no, we're going to have beer today. Perfect. This is the Keurig of beers. Okay. All right. Not gotcha. the king of beers. The Keurig of beers. <laughs> <laughs> Hopsy is the company that's going to bring beer to the podcast today. Basically, it's having a tap in your house. Brilliant! It is. <laughs> I mean, awesome. so having a tap in your house up to up to now has been extremely difficult because of the cleaning yeah. up and all that. Um, but basically, this is uh, having a tap in your house in the comfort of your own own home without the price tag that you come to expect. You can have your own beer bar at home with what is called the sub. This is the sub here. The sub. Yeah. It's a countertop appliance that fits neatly in your kitchen, anywhere you want to put it, your bar, your living room. It's a uh, kegerator. That's right. It's basically a kegerator and a Keurig married together. This stuff creates extremely cold beer, I've been told, and we're going to try it out today. So you haven't tried it yet? This is I your have first not tried time. It. Okay. 
It is uh, supposed to be extremely fresh and uh, very, very cold. It doesn't make a mess. You don't get sticky beer all over the place and ruin your bar top. And uh, you, the other thing, too, that I thought was really interesting is that you can, there's all types of beers from all, all kinds of uh, brewers all over the country, like small brewers, big, big breweries. They all uh, can provide beer for this. Uh, for, the, uh, for the sub. For the sub, yeah. Oh, so, that's gotcha. so cool. That's cool. Yeah. I was wondering what long, beer it is. Do they make their own beer? Or? Nope. They have a long list of breweries that they've partnered with. That's cool. That will ship these mini kegs to your home. And uh, it's easy, easy to use. So, so let's drink. How yeah. about that? Is that, a, is that the next part? Just, is this like breakfast drinking? Yeah, let's try it. You got cups right there. You could be the hostess with the mostess. That thing's nice, man. He puts uh. the glass underneath the tap. The oh, no, that's, that's, that's a terrible pour. pour right there. What are you doing? Pour. You got to tilt that glass, brother. Oh, my gosh. That'll be yours. Buddy. There you go. 45 <laughs> degrees. There you go. You got fired oh, from being yeah. a bartender. <laughs> like right away. <laughs> Look at this. Trying out our hopsy. Oh, look at that pour. That's a nice head right there. New weekend gig for you, Bartender Dale. Yeah. Bartender Dale. All right. Better than water cooler Dale. <laughs> <laughs> bartender I, I, Dale. I like Bartender Dale. Bartender, much that better. should be the next one, man. Yeah, that's it. That'd be hilarious. That's what we're going to call it now. Bartender Dale. I do. I'll take one. It's cold. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to turn you down. Poor it's Dale's going to be working overtime here. No, they, <laughs> serving they're, beer. they're 100% right. It is cold. It's cold. That thing's cool. It's so small, too. It's like you can hide that thing on a desk. That is. that is cold, man. It smells right. nice. Here All we right. go. This is a, I think this is an IPA. So. All right, smells like it. Here we go. That's beer. It's, 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 yeah, it's an IPA. I think that's got hops in it. And, yeah, it's, it's uh, hoppy. It's and hopsy. wheat and stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> that's really good, I man. I like the fact that Dale hasn't spoke yet because he's just he's too busy drinking, drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it's cold, though. It's good it stuff. Cold. You know what? Yeah. A cold beer, it doesn't really like. I, I I mind less about how it tastes if it's cold. If it's cold, I can drink it. Oh right? yeah, you can take yeah. a terrible yeah. beer like and make it cold, cold and yeah. it's right. really good. Right. So that's good stuff. Wow, this is cool. And so, like, how good many partner. different flavors did they provide us? Is it like, oh, uh, we we got two of those. You could see they're um, they're these little like they look like soda cans, man. They're these little mini kegs, and all you got to do is open the thing up and put the darn thing in there and shut it and put the wire up through there and it's mm. it's so easy like i could do it oh do you want to tell us about what we're drinking right now then? uh two quarts how much alcohol are we drinking uh, i mean 4.9 oh that's not here too i'll pass it around let's take it all right let's see this here yeah you just basically they got a long list of partners and a lot of different breweries that'll ship right to your house oh there you go and uh it's mm. obviously easy to use you throw that little thing in there mike and it and it goes to town so are, are we going to leave this in our studio or are you taking it home uh what think- do you think We'll leave it in here. Yes. Okay. And and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get some more. We'll get another variety. We'll get some more variety of, of beers. Yeah, that's nice. All right. That's Hopsy, everybody. Is there a discount code? To, to activate this discount code, Dale Jr., D-A-L-E-J-R, no space, go to tryhopsy.com, T-R-Y-H-O-P-S-Y.com slash Dale Jr. Use the promo code Dale Jr. You get a sub home draft machine, two mini kegs of beer, basically equivalent to two six-packs. You get two Hopsy glasses and a free membership in the monthly beer club. All of this is 99 bucks. Oh, beer That's club. That's cheap. Yes, beer club. All right. That's awesome. Try Hopsy.com. T-R-Y-H-O-P-S-Y.com slash Dale Jr. Don't forget the promo code, Dale Jr. That's now my favorite. That's a cool deal, man. Yeah, man. That's an awesome, awesome thing. What do I, so is this like, since I'm promoting this, do I get one? 
You get a cup of beer. Oh, I'll get a cup. You got what you I'll use that discount code, though. I think that that would be the least we could do for you having you on the show is to get you a Hopsy. I'll at least do the discount code. Yeah. Well, please, I, please do. The bad thing is, I uh, I had I had asked to be on the show. I didn't get approached to be on the show. I had is to that ask right? Dale. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, that's really? true. I, really? I had to invite myself. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like it sounds. That's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Well, so because Dale Jr. just happened to tell us, he's like, "Hey guys, uh, Blaney's going to be on the show yeah. on Monday." Almost like, as oh, if cool. it was his idea. I don't know what night I texted you. I might have had a few, and I was like, "Man, I need to be on your damn podcast." Well, I would watch the I watched Tony's, and that was that was cool. Did you like yeah, it? Tony? Oh yeah, it was great. Yeah, cool. Tony was. I like how you guys went over his uh, best interviews. Oh yeah, that yeah. stuff <laughs> makes me laugh. He was yeah. always. We so went funny over with your that. best interviews. We're still waiting on some good ones though. Uh, yeah. For, for uh, I don't have any good ones. For, well, no, not like Tony esque. You know, I don't think anyone's going to get Tony S. Well, have I'm you ever had any of those? Because I don't remember any. I said a bad word on TV before, and I didn't get in trouble for it, yeah. which was surprising. I said the S word on, uh, on TV. Chug. Chug. Keep your cups. Keep the cups. Keep the cups. Chug, 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 chug. Attaboy, Blaney. Crushed it. Hey, that's what a poll leader looks that's like. That's a damn poll leader. That's, right. there. that's, <laughs> that's a, what a Friday night woo, with a millennial looks I like. I cannot yeah. stand IPA. I don't either. <laughs> I, yeah. I can only have I a couple. Like, I like blondes and yeah. yeah. You like beer. Wheat. You like beer. You can drink. Yes. This yeah. man, I will tell you, can drink more beer than anybody. I know. <laughs> it is unreal. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's a compliment. Right. It's I've a compliment. Seen, I've yeah. seen it. I've experienced it. Oh, would it? Like, oh, please. Dude, when's the last time we've drank beer together? Uh, we not that long. It's been a while. No, I mean it's been a while for me too. Listen, I mean I can tell you times we drank beer and then all of a sudden he brings out water hoses and starts watering down everybody. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I was bored. I was bored. Yeah, there've been times. I a water hose. Hey, I remember that. That was I was trying to wet down the dirt track. I remember that night. You at just the, had me standing yeah, on. But, no, no, no. It was actually inside just, the dirty dome. It was, it was inside, in the dirty I, dome. I, 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 tried I, ran to, a, I, I tried to sneak off and go sleep on the couch over there. You know, behind the yeah. the yeah. That didn't have that didn't work out well. <laughs> I hosed him down inside. Oh man. Yeah, got his TVs wet. Everything <laughs> didn't care. Didn't care. I remember that yeah. one night I was at the town and we. I got over Western there. Western town. I got over there a little late. And, oh yeah. Uh, you guys just got done. Doing something. Doing something over yeah. there. And it was not good. That was a late night. Yeah. That was good. Well, they got beds over there. That's why. Yeah. Well, that was great when I lived over there because yeah, when you it was like door. 200 yards through the woods. I just walked back to my house. It was great. Yeah. It was way easier. All right, everybody. It's Dale Jr. for uh, the Dale Jr. Download podcast. We got our guest, Ryan Blaney, here with Mike Davis. This is the Ask Jr. Live portion of the show. On YouTube, presented by Nationwide. Our partners at Nationwide are uh, sponsoring this part of the show. So let's get right to it. We've probably got some great questions coming in. We decided to have Blaney, our guest, part of the last Junior Live. So let's see what's up. Uh, chat room is populating right now and a bunch of questions coming in. Kimberly H. hitting us up uh, using hashtag AskJunior. What's the most memorable story you can share from when you two were neighbors? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> memorable. Uh, one of my favorite nights was you came over for my Pocono win. Oh God, that first, was fun! That first was win. that was so cool, man. Uh, man, we you we, you uh, you brought coolers over and everything. There, we got I got yeah. back to the house and you already had like two giant coolers yeah. ready to go. And uh, that, I thought that was the coolest thing. You guys came and hung out. You and yeah. Andy came over. The first win kind of thing. 
you're going to be late because you have media to do and all those obligations, victory lane and everything. So the driver always kind of ends up getting there late and the team yeah. can kind of kickstart the party. And he lived right next door. And I'm thinking, hey, somebody did it for me. And I wasn't the only one that, that brought coolers and yeah. beer, but yeah. I was like, you got to bring coolers, you got to bring beer. Nobody, the team is flying home, you're flying home. Nobody can do it. Nobody can set all this up. And yeah. so, uh, luckily, you know, you got some other friends besides me, but several of us brought beer and coolers and all kinds of stuff over there. And so, when yeah. he was, got home, it was just turned yeah. the key and we were on. That was a fun night. Man, Party organizer cool. Dale is pretty good, right? I mean, like he can, yeah. he can, he yeah. can throw one together pretty quick. He can. <laughs> yes, yeah, he can. That was pretty neat. We raised so. that night. It was so fun. We did, man. That was, that was fun. That was an awesome yeah. time. That was, was my, only one, one time, of my favorite moments. It was only, for, only one first win. All right, uh, Heavy Huffman, have you ever played a practical joke on somebody at the racetrack um, or, or when your fellow, fellow drivers away from it, uh, or have you had one pulled on you? Mm. Mm. Practical joke. At the track. At the track. I, I say well, away from the track, too, man, as long as it's driver to driver. I probably have. I can't think of any time you've done that at the track because, yeah. I mean, it's typically all business at the track. You're not sitting there messing around, I would yeah. think. Um, I'm trying to think, honestly, if you have or yeah. have one. I don't even remember one pulled on you. I don't know. Not, yeah, not a lot at the track. I mean, you know, you kind of work it and are kind of all serious at the track. There was 2014, actually, we were, me, I was driving trucks there for Brad, and so was Bubba Wallace, and we were on a rain delay at Dover. You know, it rains all the time in Dover. So uh, I got, you know, they all the tire guys, they stacked tires four high, and there was a Porta John right where he went, and they were stacked high in there, so I put like five tires high in front of the Port John door yeah, and, get out. <laughs> and trapped him in. So that was, that was pretty funny, but that was only under rain delay. Everything else is like, now really there, there are people that do it. I mean, like you know, Henry Benfield is the most yeah. epic person ever to pull pranks. And we, I think we've talked about that on the podcast. Yeah. There's a, there's a, the, the story that pops into my mind is dad and Rusty Wallace were going back and forth and dad put sardines under the seat of Rusty's car, right up on, <laughs> right on the floorboard on top of the tailpipes. Wow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so they were, that was apparently <sighs> an extremely terrible experience for Rusty when he got in there and he had to practice the car. When practice starts, <sighs> it starts. There's no, you know. And so uh, he got in there and run a few laps and got that floorboard real hot and cooked them sardines and it started stinking up the whole interior <laughs> of the car and it smelled like that the rest of the weekend. That's like an intricate, ruthless, ruthless yeah. plan. That's, that's good. That, he put thought into Did, that. Have you ever heard of Henry Benfield? So Henry Benfield worked. Oh, dude! He worked for uh, Junior Johnson, and he would. He was awful, uh, bad, bad about uh, pulling pranks and just getting people back. What was the one thing where the Phoenix. officials pissed him off? At Phoenix, uh, this was 2002. I was working with Jimmy Spencer. Henry was actually driving Jimmy's bus. And uh, this was back before there was a tunnel at Phoenix. And so you had to cross the track at the back stretch to get into the infield. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they had locked it and closed it off right before practice. And Henry had gone to the store. They didn't let him in. So when you get stuck that morning, you're out there all day now. You can't right. get in. And so he went back to the store. He, he was really infamous for uh, using X-Lax, <laughs> chocolate X-Lax, and Visine, <laughs> both of which produce the type of effect that X-Lax does. I mean, Eat? right. So he Visine, knew. And he'll put it in your food. So he, he knew that eating Visine. Like, this is how, yeah. Yeah. This it, is how it, bad He's this the guy. researcher. He's, he, he, yeah, he blazed trails on this. So basically, he went and he got these donuts and he put, he dipped them, he melted the X-Lax chocolate down, put the donuts in it, made these really hot donuts, and then handed them out to all the security guards 
And it was a cold day in Phoenix. It was in November, so they were just pounding him. I mean, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and then uh, he had padlocked all of the porta johns. <laughs> this is intricate. He dude. pound except one in the infield, which he dipped the toilet paper in gasoline or doused it in gasoline. The one padlock. So this is true. This was Jesus. ruthless stuff yeah. that he was doing. That's and then, they, of course, that was on a Saturday. On Sunday, there were all new security guards. None of them showed up <laughs> the next day for the cup race. And that was just a day in the life of Henry Benford. Oof. He was doing that stuff a lot. That's rough, man. Right? And it wasn't like the gates closed. Like it wasn't their decision. It was not their fault. Right. Like practice started. That's that's, that's terrible. That's I don't know what'd be worse: the the Visine or Xlax donuts or the the gas covered toilet paper. <laughs> I got a feeling the gas covered toilet paper would be way yeah. worse than that. Especially after. Well, I mean, once it's yeah. I don't know. Because you've already I don't been through the. I want to go into <laughs> what that experience must be like, detailing like. Yeah. Sorry. How that must go. That's all we talk about on our podcast. So. <laughs> but you, yeah. if it's gas covered, then it's soaked. So you're going to be oh, like, it's, ah, it's wet toilet paper. Damn it. That's uh, true. You, use it. you probably wouldn't but, go to that extreme. Yeah. But you got to do something. It's terrible. We always did, uh, like around the shop, just messing with people, we would do the tie wrap around the drive shaft, get the big industrial tie wraps yeah. and and. You know, go around. I did that to your car, I think. You did. Yes, you did. And, <laughs> I forgot uh, about that. And so, you know, it's like tick, 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 <laughs> yeah. tick. And you're like, what's yeah. going on? Send it to the shop. That's right. <laughs> and gre- and when you had the old door handles uh, where you put your hand up under there and yeah. pulled grease, and, grease up grease under there. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, Amber's <laughs> chiming in right now, and she says she wants to have confirmation. So it's not you that's locking Bubba in his bus? Locking him in his bus. Bub, yeah, so supposedly Bubba's being. Bubba had to come out of the hatch again in Daytona. You know, his door uh, locks on him somehow, and so he gets locked in his bathroom and has to escape out of the hatch. So and he the, did it again this week. The Daytona he did it again, and I guess the door to his bathroom gets locked. Something happens to where he's locked in his bus and can't get out. I think either the main door to the bus or whatever. Yeah, so he's got to go up through the hatch. It happened last year in Day- Daytona, I believe. That's it happened again this year. That's pretty bad. He can't get out from the inside yeah. of his his main door. I've had it happen. <laughs> his his it's his him. door is messed up though. By the way, right? Like his it's hard to close, hard to open. Sometimes he yeah. needs to fix it. But yeah, I, no, it's not me. That's that's mean. Like if I I'm not gonna make you that's late the for point practice of, yeah. of bailing out your <laughs> emergency hats did behind you, the, the was, toilet. Was he late for practice or something? Did it, or no, no I, he just had to climb out again yeah. the roof. I would just There's love a, to be the person that's sitting there in the lot and seeing Bubba Wallace <laughs> in his fire suit or whatever yeah. climbing out yeah. of a hatch like an astronaut. He had the the, the roof hatch. I got you. over the bathroom to yeah. to irrigate the bathroom. <laughs> I'm not that mean. I won't do that. That would be such a great way to get somebody back. If you got wrecked by another driver, would be to lock them in their motorhome right as practice <laughs> is starting. Because that's like yeah. a driver's worst fear is missing to miss practice. practice. Have you ever had dreams about missing practice? Yes. I, I have. You know why? Because he has. <laughs> He's been oh, late. Yeah. I've <laughs> really? been late. Yeah. yeah. I've never been late for practice before. I I uh I got on the wrong plane once, or I I missed the plane one time for a weekend, and that was terrible. But. Yeah. uh Never miss practice, but yeah, that would be a good idea. Locking them in, getting them back. That'd be nice. You you can't, you know, can't go back on the racetrack and turn them around anymore. Yeah, that'd be a fun way to get them. Resort to the motorhome lot. That's where that uh, carries on. Now we've we've had a few of these come in, so we have to ask it. Tim K uh, wants to know, Blaney, did you ever get back on the free beer program after Martinsville? (laughs) Martinsville. Um, oh, when Dale Jr. Yeah, because obviously and, y'all drank and, beer. Oh, you drink beer, beer together. I sp- you were on me in the fence first. Oh, let's let's. let's, <laughs> let's, let's <laughs> it's not let's, the same. Let's hash yeah. this out. Yeah, right? perfect. 
So uh, what happened? So y'all got into y'all 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 got a little bit of a mess there. We right? raced each other hard for in 2017 for a couple weeks there. Yeah, yeah like Phoenix. Phoenix and Martinsville raced each other hard, and uh, I just thought we were having fun. Man. I I didn't have any hard <laughs> feelings about it. I didn't either, but yeah. I mean, especially when I got spun out, I was I was like, God, I'm I, I'm behind, you know. Like you get you get that feeling of I'm in the back now, but yeah. I wasn't that mad about yeah. it. I didn't mean to turn you. I mean, oh, that's what it wasn't like it wasn't like I'm going to turn Dale. Yeah. Like no, it's you like turned me weird because you hit me in the right rear quarter panel. Yeah, because I was like I was kind of outside and like yeah. you moved up and I was just it just happened to like just kind of come together and it was. Yeah. I didn't hear anything. It's all good. It, it wasn't. You don't have to say nothing, names but. here, Blaney, but is there people out there that if you turned them, you would not feel bad about it one bit? One <laughs> bit. Uh, just uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah probably. I mean, yeah, there's some people that, yeah, you'll, you, if you end up turning them you or sleep, on You accident, still sleep well at night. Yeah, I won't turn anybody on purpose, but like if an accident that, happens, I'd be like, well, he blocked or something like that. You, like, you, yeah. Have you ever, let's not even talk cup, let's go back to super late models, things. K and N, whatever. Had yeah. you ever run over anybody? Like on purpose? Mm-hmm. On purpose. Like I'm gonna spin you out. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm going. I'm going. You made me mad. I'm going to this corner and dumping you. Uh, not that I can remember. Wow. Really? No, I don't. I don't no. I mean, you're that much of a gentleman. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't really. No. That's surprising. I don't like wrecked yeah. anybody. Did you ever race against Ross Kenseth again after that? Uh, after you that sent situation, because then you ended up yeah. with a speeding ticket on yeah. top of it. Yeah, a little bit. I just forgot about that thing. You move God. on. I move on fast, man. I yeah. don't short I don't memory, hold grudges or nothing like that. It's stuff happens on the racetrack. Most of the time, they're unintentional. You know, I mean, yeah. you're mad at the time, but that person doesn't mean to screw you over. Mm-hmm. You know, you just it just happens. Yeah. So, you know. But what about you, Dale? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the Kool Aid guy. There is like, oh yeah. I, I mean, I've ran over a couple people. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, nothing you're proud of, but uh, man, God, sometimes you just make terrible decisions. Yeah, you know it's hard in the heat of the moment. Yeah, in the heat of the moment, you're you like, ah, I'm gonna get you, and you you do it, and you're you know, a couple weeks go by, and you're like, I didn't have to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, Stephen Gibson chiming in. Uh, ask Ryan. Uh, well, yeah, I'm asking you right now, Ryan. Uh, what concerts have you been thinking about going to this year? Any on your uh, radar? Uh, yeah, there's a. A couple on my radar. I went to a couple, uh, couple shows back to back. A week before Daytona, I saw uh, Jamie Johnson yes. in Cherokee, North Carolina, uh, at the Harris Casino and Resort up there. And it's very weird. Uh, Cherokee is a dry county, and then they have a massive Harris, uh, which is, I thought was a little strange in the middle of the mountains. Uh, but he played up there, so that was cool to see him on Friday night. And then I, it was only about an hour drive to Asheville, where I saw a couple. Uh, heavy metal bands play in, in Asheville. So I had two good uh, shows back-to-back of different genres. But um, you ever heard of Coulter Wall? No. No? Oh, yeah. You know Coulter? Yep. He's a he's a Canadian up from there, and he's a really great country singer. Very Western. Very Western. And um, he's playing in Athens, Georgia on our off weekend, so I might be going down to see him. So that one's on my radar currently. That would be funny if you didn't invite Chase to Athens, Georgia. Yeah, I already talked to him about it this weekend, but he said no. He said no, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) He said maybe, so that means no. That means means no. no. He's he's waiting out to see if he's got better options. That's right. All right, the the greatest um, uh, handle so far today, Grumpy Seamstress, (laughs) would like to know. uh, uh, Blaney has Sturgill destroyed anything in the house yet? Sturgill, my dog. Um, 
No. Great name no. for a dog, by the way. Thank named you. after Sturgill Simpson. Sturgill Simpson, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, no, he hasn't. He has actually done pretty good at not uh, not chewing furniture or anything like that. And, um, Got him trained to go out and do his business? He's off training right now, actually. Uh, <laughs> oh. but, but no, he did really good at the potty training stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, it's rough for like the first week. Right, Because they, they just don't know any better, right? So, uh, but he's been really good. I dropped him off last week and he's there um, at Andy's place for three weeks. Nice. So I'm excited to get him back, man. You know, I've lived by myself for a long time and, you know, I liked it. And then you had a dog for... Had a dog for a couple months and I miss him. Yeah, like, once you miss, check, once you do it and you check that box, it's hard to yeah you can't you uncheck it. Mm. Like when uh, we had a boxer killer and when he passed away, I was like, I got to get another dog, man. This is, yeah. house just ain't the same. Mm-hmm. You get one right away. Yeah, but no, he's been good. He's a good dog, so he's getting big. All right, Imelda wants to know this from Dale. Uh, Tilly the mule, it's, it's like yeah. pets and stuff. It's like <laughs> the pet hour here yeah. on. Uh, DJD, uh, Tilly the Mule seems like a nice addition to your fam. What's the story behind you and Amy uh, getting Tilly? Tilly is this new donkey, big giant female donkey. Um, basically, the like I don't really know the whole story, but I'm thinking that uh, where it was being boarded uh, wasn't an option anymore, and so uh, those people knew that we had a place for it to be and uh, a barn and all that. And with, uh, I don't know, I, Amy's just really p- passionate about animals and uh, said, hey, you know, you mind if we take Tilly in? And, and we have a small miniature horse, very old uh, miniature horse that's been on our property for a really long time. And uh, Amy's like, man, maybe they'll like to be, you know, she'd like some company. So <laughs> Tilly's, Tilly's out there now. We've actually remodeled the barn a little bit to allow uh, for Tilly to get in there and do what she needs to do and hang out when it's cold. But um, it's all Amy, man. Amy's big into, you know, rescue and, and so forth and taking care of animals and, and, you know, it's what she wanted to do. So I'm hmm. all for it. I was pretty excited. Was cool. I love donkeys. Donkeys are cool. Hey, uh, it's a big. Donkeys are cool, man. This thing is huge. Like really? I, I've, is he friendly? Is, it's a It's a girl. Her. Oh, okay. Yep. Is she friendly? Yeah. Real, real kind and, and gentle, but damn, it's big. I'm, you got to come see it, Mike. I'll come see it. I, I don't know if we can. I don't yeah. know if I can help you understand how giant this donkey is. Field trip to go see a donkey. <laughs> I use it the size of a horse, or like yes, it is. It's the size of. A, yeah. Are you sure it's not a horse? It's not a horse. Okay, but it's huge. <laughs> are you sure? Hey, you positive? Could you be a thing. horse? Yeah, could be a horse. Yeah. They might have duped you. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate everybody for tuning in for Ask Junior Live. Thanks, Ryan, for sticking around to be part of Ask Junior Live for our fans on YouTube. Thanks for following the Dirty Mo Media handles. And thanks Nationwide for presenting. White flag, last lap. Last lap. You're talking about. White flag, we know Blaney's not going to turn you. <laughs> well, you going to feel bad about it. That's funny. No. <laughs> Keep coming, bud. White flag, bud. White flag right there. White flag. Dale, one year ago today, you and I were wrapping up a week at the Winter Olympics. Hey. Where it was on this very day, Dale Jr. says to me, I got a good idea. Let's go skiing. And, oh. and so I said, okay, Dale, that sounds like a great idea. And, and that's where that's the last time I remember having two good knees. Uh, <laughs> that's the last. It was a year ago that I remembered having a right knee that actually worked well. Since then, it has not. Do you remember uh, much about our, our, our South Korea trip? I do. It was great. It was a good time. Wasn't trip it? of a lifetime. It, it was a trip of a lifetime. It was. It was a lot of fun. Um, 
And uh, and and I did enjoy the doctor appointments after when we got back uh, to figure out what was going on with my knee. I took a lot of spills. D- Dale Jr. did not. I just learned on New Year's, and uh, it was in. I mean, I just couldn't believe we were skiing in South Korea. That was a trip. It was cool. It was cool. I thought had I thought I had learned, but then I re- realized I did not learn all there is to learn about it because I never made it down. Uh, in one piece. All right. Our numbers uh, suggest we have a ton of new listeners. If everyone who listened also... The one thing uh, I do remember about that was I went back, I went down the double black diamond or yep. what the hell ever. Okay, th- that's debatable. I don't know that you did. I did. I don't know that you did. It was the most frightening thing that I've ever done because I, I was... It, I got to going too fast. Yeah. And just had... I had zero control, but I stayed up. I didn't go down, yeah. but it was a... I was not in control the entire time. So you're saying, because there's no one to really. You know that one, Mike, at the bottom of the hill that's basically a straight wall? I went down that one. I know which one you're talking about. I don't remember seeing you come down that one. Doesn't matter. You're saying. (laughs) Oh, so so you're saying it didn't happen? I'm saying it's I don't care whether he thinks it happened or not. I don't know that he did. (laughs) I'll tell you right now, it was the most frightening thing I've ever done in my life. It's like jumping off a four story building. It yeah. might have been a single black diamond or a, no. a, maybe a blue diamond or Whatever. something. But it was I, I don't double care. blue. It doesn't matter. It was terribly <laughs> frightening, and, and that's all. I, I mean, that was a great day, but, boy, that was a terrible decision at the end for me. I don't know what the pecking order – I don't know how that works. Do you remember what slopes I was skiing? I Honestly, I'm asking because I don't – I don't. I mean, like, it would have been the step above the we bunny We went hills. all the way to the top and just sort of took the real easy. Yeah, probably like the greens. Yeah. Is that it goes the, like, it green goes like bunny, green, yeah. blue, black. Double black. Do you do yeah. this? I snowboard. You yeah. do? Mm-hmm. Are you never good? Ski- I've never skied, but uh, I enjoy snowboarding. Man, it's yeah. fun. Skiing is so fun. I need to learn. I need to learn how to ski. But well, I imagine snowboarding is fun as well. But I have d- I've been dying to go back. And yeah, maybe we try snowboarding. That I just you, like, I just you like can a- snowboard. I mean, it's not like we're skiing together. Anyways, because I know you're, but, but after, <laughs> you're right. I, I don't have to do it with you. After, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, <laughs> your, after all your falls, after about two, one, after one trip, you don't down, want to be seen with me. No, 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 those videos. After one, tri- when I get to the bottom, I'm going back to the top, and, and we're completely we don't see each other the rest of the day till we get done. <laughs> except, except yeah. I remember laying there in the snow, and I hear him laughing, and because he's. I happen to fall. He's, <laughs> going up. he's on the sky lift, and he's going right over me as I'm looking straight <laughs> up into the sky. That's just good timing yeah, right there. It was man. awful did you timing. Him, did you see him fall? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was embarrassing. I just like oh, how Dale's man. like, oh, it was a great day. Meanwhile, Mike's laying there with a knee. I, I had Dale laughing at me, and then I had this little like six-year-old <laughs> South Korean girl come up and just kick up a bunch of snow that just went all over me as she goes and blows by me and it was just like the most mortifying moment of my life right here but uh and it hurt you'll have that you will well yeah. uh snowboarding's all right, all right. you you'll your wrist will hurt a lot after you snowboard because you're catching yourself Is after it you better fall. on your knees uh, he yeah. has very weak joints. <laughs> so very, it's his knees are terrible. Your right knee. So it kind of depends how you board, but you turn like with your back foot, right? So like if you have oh. your right knee on the back, maybe so it's going to. Well, I don't know, but you turn a lot with your knees, like because okay, you have no poles to kind of move. You wouldn't you. be good at it because you can't turn with your knees. No, he didn't say that though. You, you do. You like you use a lot of your knees and hips to turn the board. Yeah, I, I would suck at it. I won't try that. So maybe you should just go back to skiing. Or maybe I should do neither. Or maybe you should do neither. <laughs> maybe you could bring a tube up and just tube down these slopes. Tube. That'd be awesome. Right. I've never seen anyone yeah. do that. Those trees feel the same when you run into them, whether no. you're on a tube or a snowboard or a ski. Yeah. No.
Anyways, follow us on Dirty Mo Media's social handles, Twitter, at Dirty Mo Media. Everything's pretty much at Dirty Mo Media. Is that right? Yeah. We'll just say yeah. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. We're on everything at Dirty Mo Media. Programming note, this week, the Dale Jr. Download TV show on NBC Sports Network will not be in its normal time uh, Tuesday slot. This week, it'll be on Thursday at 4 p.m. Thursday, 4 p.m. Uh, again, the Dale Jr. Download TV show, Thursday at 4 p.m. on NBC Sports Network. We want to thank Langley Productions, who oh, sent yeah. us... Dale Jr. says, does this happen to you? <laughs> you say you like something, okay. and, and all of a sudden you end up with a box of, of gifts. And, and basically, last week, I believe we had an Ask Junior question that asked about live TV. police about TV, live TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. And we said that we were, you know, still prefer cops, you know, the, uh, the goody, the oldie but goody, whatever. And next thing you know, look at this. We came up with cops a bunch of sent cops you some stuff. Shirts, yeah. hats, a DVD. Oh, yeah, wait. Nice. There's more. Oh, wow. Look at this. There's a box. Look at that. Yeah, I got a box. You got a baggie full of stuff, man. We got everything. Koozies. Got I mean, you could put a koozie to use. That's nice. So, I, wait, are you giving me this stuff? No. Toys, bad toys. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> no, that's No, no, no. When they come no, you can have a koozie. That's you want nice a koozie? stuff. I like collecting koozies. That's one of my favorite things to do. So, I old t-shirts. I like using hats. Got hoodies, hoodies and t-shirts. Nice, man. They got the DVD special, huh? I mean, the Cops 20th anniversary. At, Cops racing team. Yeah. Oh, wow. I love it. Here, That's nice mind. right there. Oh, apparently. Do you want, do you I, want a cop? Sure, I got, I got it. I All like right. Live PD. You guys don't like Live PD? I, I do. love it. Live PD. Everybody, love everybody loves Live PD. And yeah. uh, when we talked about liking, when I talked about liking cops, everybody's like, well, you got to. You got to watch it. I, do, I have watched it. Yeah. But I just prefer cops. I still do, too. Yeah. I prefer cops. And let me tell you something. If you give us gifts, I'll prefer you <laughs> even more than I did before. <laughs> That's you right. know what we love? John Deere tractors. Yeah. We love John Deere. <laughs> I prefer John Deere over everything else. I'll just be like Chevrolet Tahoe. Chevrolet Tahoe. Anyways, Chevrolet but we, we, we want to thank the Langley Productions team for sending that. Also, thank thank Hopsy for <laughs> sending us yeah. our, our, uh, our new... Daily Keurig of beer, um, and also Pristine Auction. Uh, Jared at Pristine Auction has been such a supporter of this program, and uh, we, we love that. Dale, any final words uh, from you? No, I, I'm excited about Vegas coming up this weekend, uh, the West Coast Swing. Uh, Blaney, thanks for coming on. Yeah, but, thanks uh, for having me. Yeah. And, uh, Next time you won't have to invite yourself. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, we'd love to have you on again later this year. Yeah. Uh, thanks to uh, Hopsy for sending us beer. And supporting our podcast, Christine Auction, uh, Cops. <laughs> uh, who, who else? We love that, the Cops. That's yeah. it for now. It's a great show. Thanks for tuning in. This bit of badassery was made by Dirty Mo Media. Dirty Mo.